Blog Talk Radio. Hey, what up, Q? What up, Radio World? My name is Quincy. And this is my show, the Talk to Q Radio Show. It's almost like posting a blog, except I'm doing it live. trying to get my bearings here because the laptop that I normally use uh, was experiencing some technical difficulties, so I had to go to an old backup, so hopefully everything goes off without a, a hitch. Um, as far as this show is concerned, this show is a platform for you, the callers, the chat room participants, the social networkers. All of you have the opportunity to voice chat or tweet your opinions to me and be heard worldwide and completely uncensored. Because here on T2Q, there are no experts, just opinions. Now, unlike most shows where you simply just listen to the host talk on and on, I allow you the opportunity to speak your mind. You can join my show legends each episode and discuss a wide range of things like current events, uh, race relations, politics, sports, and more. Now, keep in mind that this show is very informal by design because, let's face it, my style is very unorthodox in nature. The topics are random, but they can be relevant with what's going on in the world today. Tonight, we are discussing how the government wants to restrict poor people on what they eat. And we'll play a game called, What Was He or She Supposed to Do? Now, the call-in number to step on your soapbox tonight is 347-202-0215. If you decide to call in and you get the urge to voice your opinion, then after you connect, hit one on your dial pad. That lets me know that you're ready to speak. And please mute your phone if you're not speaking because background noise picks up easily over cell phones and headsets. Another way you can contribute to the show is to follow me on Twitter at TalkTheQ. There is a live tweet chat that occurs during the show, and you can respond to some of the same questions that I'm asking over the air in most cases. 
please search and use hashtag T2Q to read and respond to our show tweets tonight. If you want to learn more about me, and why wouldn't you, the show or the show legends, then journey on over to TalkToQ.com. And if you can't listen to the entire show live, then you can find T2Q on iTunes to pick up where you left off. Maintenance complete. T2Q radio show number 463 starts right after this word from my official sponsor, Truth Devour. From the Enigma series comes the contemporary romantic trilogy by author Truth Devour. Wanton, the winner of the L.A. Book Festival romance category, is the first book in the trilogy that will get your heart pumping from the start. This is no ordinary love story. Its depth of range eloquently transitions moods from sexually electrifying to nostalgic to existential. An unforgettable journey which will leave you pleasurably aching for more. If it feels so good loving the wrong person, imagine how wonderful it's going to be when you love the right one. Now is your time. Truth Devour. www.truthdevour.com My thanks to Truth Devour and for that awesome ad. I mean, it's just just so laid back and just it sounds like a, you know, something that's coming out this fall on CBS or something. Anyway, let me go ahead and get into the show 3472020215 is the number to join the Talk to Q radio show. Now, House Bill 813. It was introduced by a Republican state representative from Missouri, Rick Bratton. And it has quite a few people upset. Now, the bill would prevent Supplemental Nutrition Assistant Program members, or the acronym is SNAP. Um, it will prevent SNAP members from using their benefits to buy cookies, chips, soft drinks, seafood, steak, energy drinks, and more um, if this bill is passed because they seem to think that those are luxury items um, just from speculation and that people who are getting benefits for food should not be able to buy crab legs. You know. Now, if the bill passes, then it will go into effect on July the 1st. So many directions this bill and this show can go when my show legends get a hold of this topic and more. So let me go to the phone lines and go to the 501 area code, the natural state of Arkansas, and bring on Amy, Amy, Fofamy, Banana, uh, I never know that song. What's up, Amy? How are you? Oh, I'm doing all right tonight. How are you doing, Quincy? I am outstanding. Good. I feel good, too. Glad to have you on. I can say the same, but unfortunately I don't. <laughs> Uh uh-uh. Well, you'll feel better after this show, trust me. <laughs> I shall go to the 248 area code, calling in via Skype from an undisclosed number, bouncing off the tower somewhere in the Appalachians. From the 248 area code, I'm assuming that's where she is. Cause she's, you know, the woman, the myth, the legend, author, and show hostess, Crystal Hickerson. Crystal, what's going on? Yeah, hey Q. How are you? Okay, after all that setup, yeah, hey Q. Okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, I just want some of what you're smoking. <laughs> I am all natural. 
It's an all-natural mm-hmm. high. Be jealous. Be very jealous. Let me go to the 850 area code, the Emerald Coastline of Pensacola, Florida, and bring on my man, Buck Flash. Buck, what's happening? What's what up? How's everybody doing tonight? Crystal, Amy, how are y'all doing tonight as well? What's hey, up, man? All right, and last but not least for now, to the Garden State of New Jersey, Snooky Land, I bring on the Enforcer, Ray. What's happening, bro? Hey, how you doing, Q? Everybody else is on the line. How y'all doing tonight? Doing well, man. All right, and we will go ahead and get started. Again, 347-202-0215 is the number on the Talk to Q radio show, brought to you by Truth Devour and the book Wanting. Um, all right, so I pretty much let you all know how everything worked at the beginning of the show as far as House Bill 813 wants to restrict SNAP members from certain types of foods, um, you know, mainly steak and seafood. Uh, Amy, I'll start with you on this first, and um, I'll go ahead and say up front that I am going to be running the timer tonight because I know the discussion can go a bunch of different ways. Uh, how do you feel about the U.S. welfare program, I mean, just as it stands? Well, uh, you know, I... Uh had been a recipient a recipient of of the of the of the snap program um i think that you know this is another subject like many where the bad screws it up for the good people okay and the good people who are trying to uh, trying to do the right thing they're they they just need extra help um as opposed to people who who are just trying to take advantage of the system. Okay. All right. And, um, Crystal, what about you? How do you feel about the current state of the U.S. welfare program? Well, you know, I don't care for the current state of it because, you know, they keep going down and what they offer and, you know, there's a whole bunch of other reasons. But, um, I have to agree with Amy regarding um, the program as far as just a few people, it's not really as many as people think, who misuse the program, and everybody else just wants to eat mm-hmm. <laughs> and, you know, pay their bills or whatever. And, you know, for the few, and I saw the little um, receipt that was on your site or whatever, and, you know... Come on, that's ridiculous. It's really not that many people who are doing it, but again, those are the ones that catch, and those are the ones that, you know, makes it bad for other people who are just trying to feed their family. Okay, all right. And now, Buck, Missouri proposed House Bill 813, and like I said, it will prevent SNAP recipients from buying, you know, certain junk foods like cookies, sodas, energy drinks, um, as well as steaks, or seafood, is it fair or foul to restrict what they eat? Because after all, this money is money that's being given to them. But all right, Ray, I'll go to you. Um, yeah, I think they well within the right to uh put restrictions on it. I think that's the best thing that they can do. 
you know, because if you continue to let people buy whatever it is that they want to buy, there is no incentive to do better. Now, I understand that, you know, some people may need it to get back up on their feet. That's not a problem. We talking about a lifestyle, generation after generation. Mm-hmm. You know, people selling their food stamp cards and getting cash for it. It's a lot of that going on. And it ain't few and it ain't far in between. It's a lot of that going on. And I mean if you you know, anywhere close to the hood, you know that's the truth. So yes, you definitely need to put restrictions on it. Why should you pick anything that you want to eat? Okay, you're a vegetarian, we got a diet and we're going to send food to you just like Nutrisystem. Okay, well, you eat meat. We're going to figure out how we can work this out because people who want to eat what they want to eat are the people who go out and work and get what they need for themselves. And if you're not one of those people, because I understand hard times happen, things happen, people make mistakes and everything else. But if you are a able-bodied person, you're young, you are able to work, or you're able to go to school, and you're not going to school, you didn't try to learn why you were in there, why should people have to keep paying for you year after year after year and you steady having babies and everything else? And... It just expands further and further. Section 8 program, you know, women ain't paying nothing, got a dude coming in there living, and he ain't working, and they living off the system, and it just goes on and on. Kids get raised like that, and there's no incentive to do better. They need to clean this program up, look at the situation, and decide exactly what people need to do to live. Because if you were to police that situation, people would be more eager to get out of that situation, not keep running game year after year after year, and kids growing up looking at the same thing. To me, it's just ridiculous. Okay. All right. Uh, Let's see. On Facebook, my girl Tiandra W. chimed in on the first question about the U.S. welfare program and said they need to trash the current and start over from scratch. Uh, my man D. Wright from the Green Chimp Show chimed in on the question about the food being banned. He said, should people who get earned income credit on their tax refunds, refunds or farm subsidies be banned too? Those are also government handouts. It's not like they get more food stamps if they run out before the month is over. Don't tell anybody how to budget their stamps if nobody's telling you how to spend your tax refund, farm subsidy, or school refund check that you got from financial aid. All right, so that comes from D. Wright from the Green Chimp Show. And, um, I mean, Amy, I'll ask you about it because, I mean, do you agree with Ray that it should be restrictions on it, or do you think it's um, a little too invasive or and agree more with what D. Wright said? Well, I mean, I I totally get where Ray is coming from um, because, you know, like I said, the bad screws it up for the good. But when you pass a law, the rules, these laws apply to everyone. It doesn't pick and choose. Uh, It doesn't pick out the bad people. 
um, or it doesn't pick out the good people. It applies to everyone, um, and you're and therefore you're hurting you're hurting people who are are trying, but still but still need the help. Mm-hmm. I, okay. uh, you know. Right. Um, I lost my train of thought <laughs> now. Uh, go ahead. Okay, my bad. I didn't mean to throw you off. But, um, I, I mean, Crystal, I, I hear what, what Ray is saying as far as people who have made, you know, a killing for generations off of this. I also hear what Amy says about how the people who actually need it kind of get caught up. Uh, I mean, where do you stand on it? I mean, can this actually work or some type of variance of it? Okay. <laughs> what the hell does potato chips have to do with generational welfare? Nothing. First of all, I mean, just like Amy was saying, you cannot pick and choose. Now, if they had a law, if they included in this bill or whatever that said, okay, if you have been, if we have been monitoring you, and we find that most of your food, ha- uh, your food stamp usage or your receipts, then that would mean you have to turn in your receipts or whatever. Um, if that has been consistently just junk food and not whatever, not real food or I don't know, and you know, in other ways you have been negligent or whatever, then okay, I can say, all right, well maybe you were trying to regulate some of the spending, or to say, you know, you shouldn't, you know, spend it, maybe you should do better with spending, or maybe maybe you should have people have a nutritionist or something. I mean, you're not going, you don't tell people what to do with their money. First of all, and yes, it is their money, okay, <laughs> because a lot of the time, the people that are on welfare, like I said before, it is not, it is such a few and in-between people who are abusing the system. It's not as many as people think. Um, Most of the people who are on welfare are not on it on a consistent basis. They may be going in and out, they may be working, um, and then they lose their job, they got laid off, or whatever happened. And so they have to go on in in between that time. So Mm -hmm. for these people... They are spending their own fucking money that they've given back in, with with the taxes that were taken out. And not every single person who's on welfare is getting you know five thousand, six thousand dollars worth of um, you know money back from taxes or whatever. So not everybody is like that. Not everybody has like ten kids or is illegally using you know a whole bunch of kids and just robbing the system. So. I mean, I just think that it is unfair, and it is um, just to say that these people should be regulated is ridiculous. Now, if you're going to do something like that, then what you need to do is do it on a coupon basis then. Do it um, like WIC does, where they say you can only spend for formula and these things and cheese and certain, you know, dairy products, Uh and then that will be it. And um, and if that's the case, or maybe you can have it in a certain section where, okay, if you have this many kids or whatever, then you would get, you know, this kind of package. You could spend it on these foods. And, and you got to have a little something for the kids. I mean, shit, they got to have, why can't they have fucking potato chips? So, you know, 
And then if you are older or your children are older, maybe you can have just this package. And you have to think it out a little more than just saying point blank, no, you don't get to have luxury items, you know, like shrimp is luxury items or what the fuck. I mean, I just think it's ridiculous. I think it's discriminatory, and it's not going to pass anyway. Okay. All right. A lot of passion behind that. Um, Yeah, sorry. No, no problem at all. I welcome that. In the chat room, my man D. Wright from the Green Chimp Show has chimed in. He said, this is phantom fraud just like voter fraud. Just because you saw someone buy filet mignon with food stamps once doesn't mean that it's widespread. It's fraud. Nothing but Republican scare tactics. He says, no one ever questions how they pay $1,100 in income taxes, yet get back 8000 in their tax return. What do they think that is other than welfare? Uh, when you get a tax refund, you essentially didn't pay any damn taxes. So your tax dollars haven't supported any damn body. All right, that comes from a man, D. Wright, from the Green Chimp Show, and I think he makes a point. I mean, when you look at it, welfare is welfare. And, um, you know, there are all kinds of subsidies and things that are granted to rich people that is essentially a handout, but they're okay to do what they need to do, but people who are of a lower income don't. And, again, like I said, I do understand from both angles, kind of like what Ray said. There are people in the hood who have made a killing off of food stamps, you know, and that's unfortunate, and it kind of ruins it for everyone else. Um, But let's see, Buck, are you there? Yes, I'm here. Okay. Let me ask you, would restricting SNAP recipients from expensive foods help them to budget better? You know, it's like you're forcing them to to shop responsibly. I mean, that's kind of the spin, I guess, that most people would put on it. Do you agree with that? Uh, You know, it's a slippery slope. You know, you got to be able to, you know, in my opinion, you got to be able to get the type of foods for your kids. It doesn't matter. You know, what I would do, is maybe reform the system as a whole. You know, I would, you know, do do something similar to what they do in schools. Um, you know, have them, you know, structure that type, you know, structure food. So, therefore, it's healthy for not only the kids but yourself as well. I don't, you know, I don't think they should restrict having shrimp, steak, you know, whatever like that. But I think they need to structure it to where they buy foods that are, you know, wholesome for the kids. You know, we have an obesity problem in this country, and you can't fill your kids full of soda with high fructose in it, a whole bunch of potato chips, and those types of things. So when, you know, if they want to do something and do something good, I think they should restructure and kind of get it back to basics to where you get the full food groups versus, you know, trying to restrict certain types of foods. Okay. And... Um well let me let me let me back up for a second and go back to you for a second, Crystal. Um you know, of course, inexpensive food is dirt cheap and healthy food um well not inexpensive food. Unhealthy food is dirt cheap and healthy food usually costs more. Uh if you're going to restrict anything, shouldn't you maybe allow for more benefits and then force them to buy healthy foods instead? I mean if you're gonna do anything at all? Or would you still well, consider yeah, that being wrong? No, if you if you're gonna do anything, I I wouldn't I would take it away from the whole um, food stamp um, program 
and or either add on uh, subsidies, certificates, or um, another section where you would get you would get more money if you spend on fruits, vegetables, um, fish, you know, things like that, so that it can cook at home, you know. I mean, and then offer, you know, recipes or things like that that they could use, but you have to do something outside of just saying don't buy this because, yeah, you're right. I mean, if people, you're trying to stretch. First of all, A, you don't get that much money anyway. B, uh, the more money you get means the more kids you have. So that means you're going to have to cook more. So that means, you know, a lot of ground beef, a lot of, you know, spaghetti, a lot of stuff that is not necessarily, you know, a very healthy or wide range of health. You're trying to make enough food to feed a whole bunch of people to last a few days. So, yeah, they should put in something that is more of an incentive for you to purchase the um, fruits and vegetables or just in the stores themselves, you know, get like a like a discount. You get a discount for purchasing like a bag of apples, which brings it down to the cost of maybe a bag of chips instead of it being, you know, a heck of a lot more or oranges. Because those things in a household of kids, oranges, grapes, stuff, stuff like that goes fast. They sit there and they just pop them in their mouth, which is good. However, it will be gone in a day, you know. And so, and they don't really get full off of that. Then they need more food. So, I mean, I, they're thinking of it all wrong. In other words, they're thinking of punishing as opposed to helping. That's actually a really good idea, Crystal, what you suggested about discounting healthy foods. Uh, that's a really good idea. Let me go to the ATL and bring on my man D. Wright, CEO of Unapologetic Radio, also host of the Green Chimp Show. What's up, man? Hey, what's happening, Q? Thanks for taking my call, man. Not a problem, man. Go ahead and give your two cents. I know you got something to say. I do, I do, and you you already stated some of the stuff that I had to say about that. I mean, I think a lot of people just don't realize that when you get any kind of, even if you went to college and you got a student loan, that student loan was guaranteed by the government. You would not have gotten that student loan just on your 18-year-old no-job-having-ass credit. Understand that. So that's a, that's also a handout from the government. But a lot of people just, they think they're paying for people's food stamps, and they're not. If you're getting back a tax refund and you got earned income credit or child tax credit or even uh, um, college credit or just paying student loan interest credit and you got that money back, you, sir or ma'am, did not pay for anybody's damn stamps because you did not pay taxes. Once you when you get a refund, that means all of the you you actually get money back from taxes that you paid that they say too much based on your income. Okay, the 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 earned income credit is for low to moderate income families. If you got that, please don't say nothing else about nobody's food stamps. Okay, let's do that, number one. And then what Crystal just said makes all the sense in the world. If we're really genuinely talking about people being healthy and eating healthy foods, then you got to understand that the healthy foods cost more. You could get a big-ass 40-pound bag of Cheetos for $1.50, and you can't get a two-pound <laughs> bag of apples. You know, you get a two-pound bag of apples for 10 bucks. If we're genuinely talking about people being more healthy and making healthier choices, then you're going to have them buying the higher cuts of meat because they're more lean and they're, 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 they're higher in protein than a lot of other things and a lot of other nutrients than, than those things like chicken. Chicken, as good as it is, chicken is filthy. Chicken is not very healthy um, if it's cooked certain ways. 
Okay, you have to peel all of that fat out of Get a bag, get a 10-pound thing of leg quarters and look at all the fat inside that chicken. That's not healthy for anybody. You can you can eat it boiled, baked, or whatever. If you don't get all that fat out of that chicken, you don't clean it right, it's still not good for you. But if you go and get a, a nice cut of steak, it's already trimmed, all of the fat is gone, and that's just nothing but pure meat, lean meat. And that's what helps people live healthy. But that's going to cost you some money. So if we're genuinely talking about people living healthy, then you got to understand that it's going to cost you. You would be encouraging them to actually buy steak and seafood and other stuff that is considered healthy. But they can't. Like Crystal said, you're going to buy a lot of ground beef. You're going to buy a lot of uh, um, neck bones or whatever you can afford to get with that money. Because, again, if you could buy a bag of Cheetos for a dollar or a bag of apples for 10, which one are you going to buy when you're on a limited budget? So we have to really sit back and think about this. Sometimes I think we step up on our high horses and forget that we're talking about other people, other human beings. Not just somebody, not just some number, not just some uh, uh, tagline or some quote from some politician, but real people with real children that breathe and live just like we do every single day. I mean, it seems like our country has lost so much compassion for the human that it's just it's like there's no more humanity in the world. And I just don't understand it. Where did it go? How did it get so so bad so fast that we don't even care about people anymore? That all we care about is a, a, a dollar or a bottom line, and people don't matter anymore. Used to be a time when a person mattered. Now all that matters is how much they got, where they work at, how much they get in front of the government. That's crazy to me. That is crazy to me. And that's what I wanted to say, man. Okay, okay. I enjoyed that, man. I almost cut, I almost hey, hung man. up on you. I almost hung up on you when you when you started hating on chicken. But um, other than that, man. <laughs> <laughs> you can't talk about that barnyard pimp on this hey, show. Look, I love it. I love it. I'm just saying. I'm just being honest with it. I love it. I mean, you know, we've all, we've all loved a bad girl before. That doesn't mean you know we won't still go and see about it. <laughs> all right, all right. I appreciate that. I'm gonna take a quick break here from one of my sponsors, Shadow Clans, and we'll jump right back into this in about 60 seconds. There is a war, unknown to the rest of the world. Secret societies of elite assassins fighting for supremacy and immortality. Visit ShadowClans.com, a futuristic sci-fi movie about secret organizations at odds over a technology that promises eternal life. Futuristic action and This movie will be submitted to film festivals around the world. Visit ShadowClass.com. Check out their graphic novel and watch teasers of the movie. ShadowClass.com Hi, this is show legend Lady T from the Crescent City of New Orleans, and you are listening to the Toxic You Radio Show. No experts, just opinions. Wow. 
sure to check that out. You can go to truthdevour.com to get more information on the Australian author. Truthdevour.com. Okay, we're talking about Missouri's House bill that proposes that people who are on um, the SNAP program, who are part of the SNAP program, be restricted to um, certain foods when they shop for their groceries. And they wouldn't be allowed to buy steak, seafood, um, certain junk foods like cookies, chips, sodas, energy drinks. All of that would be off limits if um, they're a, they are a SNAP participant. And you heard from my man D. Wright from the Green Chump Show and what he had to say. And let's see, Ray, I'll go to you because I know that you're you're for the bill. I mean, do you have any type of um, rebuttal to what Derek said? And I mean, any change of opinion? Would you moderate well, some type? Well, see, the thing is, I just want to get the facts out there. It's not about not wanting to help people. I do whatever I can to help anybody. People out the Girl Scouts selling cookies. I don't want the cookies. Just take $10. Or somebody collecting money for this. Always come out here with change. Here here you go. Here you go. Not, not a problem. This is what I'm against. And all these facts are being distorted. Like, uh, who was that? Uh, Derek said, if you get a tax return, you didn't pay taxes. If you pay forty grand in taxes and you get five back, how the fuck you didn't pay taxes? If you get a student loan, which I didn't, but if you get a student loan, you got to pay that shit back. So how is it that you did, You got a handout? Come on, man, let's be serious. Now, my thing is, is nobody is against helping. If you need help, not a problem. I'm talking about when you're selling your food stamp card. Everybody's told it's few and far in between. Come on, where the fuck y'all live at? Where y'all live at? Because it's not being used for what it needs to be used for. I'm not saying that there are not a lot of good people out there. There's plenty of good people out there. But we're talking about what we see out here each and every day. We don't care for 10%. We just want to straighten up the 10% so they can do the right thing like the right people are doing. That's all we want. That's all they would want to do. But any time you talk about regulating, everybody starts talking about, oh, they want to take away this and the Republicans that. I'm not a Republican. I vote for whoever is the best candidate and whoever makes sense. And, you know, people probably get salty, but, you know, I don't give a shit about that. But I'm going to speak my opinion on what, the way I see it. And the way I see it is they do need to regulate how that money is being spent. And if somebody's giving you something, just like I give you an example, somebody walk up to me and say they're hungry. All right, no problem. I got you. Come on in here, give you something to eat. Man, say, damn, you're going to give me a two-piece? You can't give me a three-piece? You think I'm going to buy you a three-piece? How the fuck are you going to be picky and I'm buying you something? <laughs> you understand what I'm talking about? So if you don't understand that, I don't give a shit if you understand it or not. This is my opinion. So... That's just the way I see it. I'm not against people that need help. But if you're on your third, your fourth kid, and you're making this a lifestyle, it is a problem. And until we address that problem, we're going to keep standing still and keep going backwards as people. So people need to understand that. 
and we can make all excuses and say what we think is popular because we don't want the rest of the black folks and everybody get mad with us and all this and that. That's part of the problem. We don't want to tell the truth. Tell the truth. Shame the devil. That's what I want to say about that. I heard that so loud. All right, in the chat room, Derek said, uh, did he miss me saying that you would not have gotten that guaranteed loan were it not for the government? Did he miss the part where he said if you paid $1,100 in income taxes but got 8000 back? Um, he just heard what he wanted to hear. Hey, listen, I, I don't know nobody wrote like that. I heard people that, you know, that happens in the South. But I never seen the person get back an eight thousand dollar tax return and they made fifteen thousand dollars a year. I ain't never seen that before. I heard of it though. So you may be right. Hey, that but he's talking about rich part, people, I think. Oh, well, like I say, until you actually see their returns, all that's here, thing. All right, let me go to the six oh one area code. The bold new city, Jackson, Mississippi, and bring on Eminem. Eminem was shaking. Hey, what up, Q? What up, Radio World? And Eminem, where you fall on this, man? Do you think they should restrict SNAP recipients from certain foods that may not may be considered luxury foods, or do you think um, they should let them, you know, buy what they're going to buy, or not give them the money at all? I guess. Well, I I look at it like this. Uh, first of all. The whole point in getting food stamps is not for grown people. It's to make sure that families or kids can eat. And my shit is simple. If they don't serve it at a public school or at a daycare, it's not for kids. So if somebody can show me a public school that's serving lobster and steak, so be it. But until then, the only shit you should be able to buy with food stamps should be an extension of what you can get in a in a public in a public aspect, you know, that mm-hmm. balanced diet stuff. The same stuff they serve in school, that's what you should be able to buy with food stamps. You you, you uh-huh. shouldn't be able to you shouldn't be able to go into Sam's and buy uh, two cases of M and M's and then turn around and sell them out your house. That's bullshit. You know. Uh and um that that's like the hottest thing going where I am, you know. But um um I I really think that uh, the government has to use common sense. It ain't about offending nobody. Food stamps is for kids. You know, for a short time I was on them, and God damn it, I used every dime to feed my kids, and I wouldn't feed them steaks and stuff like that, And but there's tons of people abusing the shit. So pretty much it should be for cereal milk, what, what they refer to as your staple diets, fruits, vegetables, that type, anything that a kid is going to eat now. I'm not saying kids nowhere don't eat certain stuff, but for the most part, even a teenager don't eat like a grown man. See, when you see people doing that shit, that's grown people eating that stuff, you know. But if you have a child, if you have a child, it's going to be stuff like macaroni and rice and a lot of bread, a lot of peanut butter, that type of stuff. I mean, if you're feeding a kid, you, 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 can, you, can, you, can, you can go through any grocery store without singling anybody out. Regardless of the color or or, or uh, financial uh, status, and you can look at what they putting in their basket, and know if they shopping for kids versus shopping for adults or something, you know. So, um, 
you know, I ain't going to bust out certain stores, but it's, it's plenty of stores where I am that are, you know, switch stuff out for cigarettes and cigarillos and all that type of shit. So, so well, let me so, ask yeah. this. Let me, let me you know, because I, I try to stay moderate, you know, at least half the time, and I just want to play devil's advocate. What's the downside of, like, a kid or, yeah, a kid getting a steak, you know, like a 4th of July barbecue or maybe getting to have shrimp or something like that? What, what's the downside to that? Well, I mean, it, 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 it's not a downside, but it's just like anything else. Uh, I put that in, in, in a special category where the parents just have to buy it, just like um, people that receive um, – you know, uh, you know, uh, TANF benefits or whatever. It, it, in Mississippi, it was about for years it was like ninety six dollars a kid or something like that. Well, mm-hmm. um, it, it don't mean that that kid can't get, ever get a uh, Christmas or birthday present. But, but uh, what 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 they should do is you know put a little money aside for a special occasion. But it, but you know, yeah, you you can take the food stamps and buy. You know, potato salad or something, but you know, if you coming off that steak and shrimp, well, I mean, shit, you don't want to be broke forever. So I, I think that the um, welfare system has become a way of life, and it's, it's crippled blacks and minorities more than anything. It's, um, you know, it's almost like it's almost like the equivalent of uh, comparing a tiger that was born in a zoo compared to a tiger that was born in the wild. You know, you don't you don't forget how to hunt. So if generations been sitting on their ass just, you know, getting fed free, you know, people forget how to, you know, take advantage of it. Instead of looking at it as a way to improve yourself, it's just become a way of life for most people. So, you know, I, I said if they, I cut, like if they cut that shit off, I say they should cut the shit off and put all those funds back into the schools, uh, have the, well, like, even where I am now, they have the, summer food programs. I know the first thing people are going to say, well, they, if they're school out, the kids can't eat. That's a lie. They can put all those funds into Well, hold the on. Let me, let me jump in because you're getting into something else right now. But, um, Amy, let me go back to you on this, and let's look at it from um, a political perspective, Amy. Um, now, we're talking about the Republican Party, which is the party of, quote-unquote, less government, However, they want to restrict what people eat. Um, how do you feel about that? Is that kind of contradictory that the the, the, the party that says that pe- government should stay out of your business is trying to tell someone that they can't eat certain foods? Well, you know the uh, the Republican Party. Um, to the 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 first the first two things they the the two main things they want to do is. Uh, unlegalized abortion and uh, uh, take away from the poor and regulate the poor. That's 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 just what they do. Um, you know, regulating what people can eat. Um, I, I get what everyone is saying, and and, and I do get what Ray is saying especially because I've witnessed firsthand people who take advantage of of the system and, and take advantage and unfortunately, you know, 
when you have a when you have a family or when you have people that have got you know three kids or so and um they're of like a young age four five six years old um they're getting they're getting snap benefits but unfortunately these kids are eating weenies they're eating mac and cheese uh Spaghettios and things like that, and it's the, and the parents are selling their uh, their car their food stamps for uh, cigarettes and drugs and, and and everything. I get that, but you know, like I said, these these rules apply to everybody, and they don't pick and choose. You you gotta you gotta think about that kid whose mom is struggling to make ends meet, and without food stamps, they might not get a birthday party. They might not get a birthday cake or, or or cookies for their birthday or get to have a party with the neighborhood kids over because their, pay, their, their mother can't, uh, can't get, you know, what they need, what they need. They can't take them to Chuck E. Cheese. They can't have them a party at Chuck E. Cheese. Well, um, you know, I guess Republicans say they're not allowed to have birthdays. <laughs> you can't get no. old. <laughs> what? The Republicans are those highfalutin, bougie bitches that, 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 like I said, all they care about doing is taking away from the poor. They want to lower the deficit ceiling, take away from the poor. Take away from the elderly. Take away from the disabled, the, the people on Social Security and, and – uh, and make abortion illegal. That's all they want to do. All right. Well, Crystal, let me ask you this, because, you know, I, I try to look at things on both sides. Is the GOP's proposal to remove certain foods from SNAP recipients essentially, well, is it similar to what First Lady Obama, Michelle Obama was doing with removing junk food from the vending machines in public schools? No, it's not the same thing, um, because what she was doing and is doing um, is trying to give better options for the kids. In, in other words, she was going about it more in a positive way and saying, here are more options for you, um, and this is, you know, inside of your school. But you are, they're talking about inside of someone's home. And um, they're not giving options. They're not saying, okay, here are more food and, and better choices for you within your budget constraints because it costs more, so let's give you more for these types of foods. They're saying, let's just take away all the bad stuff. And, and what are you left with? Now, someone who is trying, who's working on a budget and who is just trying to go to the store get some food, and um, feed all their children or whatever, um, they're not thinking about um, health. Because, again, healthy food is more expensive. You go down the aisles and you go into the veg vegetable aisles and all these different, you got to buy all your ingredients for your meal. It's going to cost more. 
than just buying something that's already pre-prepared mm-hmm. or something that has simple ingredients. So you're not teaching them anything. I, this is the same argument that I have with um, pro-lifers, okay? They don't help women. They don't help the women who come in there pregnant. They don't say, okay, let me show you what we can do for you. They don't help them with before they get pregnant. They don't help them with self-esteem classes or anything, um, you know, about with their lives. They just say, okay, just don't have, you know, just have the baby and just everything will work out. It's like, well, you're not helping me. You know, so it's, it's the same mentality as, as this program that they're trying to start. You know, we're not going to help you. We're just going to take stuff away and you just deal with it. You know, and you're not giving them any more classes to try to figure out how to eat better or how to how to use this food better. And, you know, and first of all, half of the people that are getting these stamps or, you know, the bridge cards or whatever they're called now, um, they're not living in areas where you can get all this healthy stuff anyway. I mean, where are these grocery stores? They're not down the street. Most people don't have cars or whatever to get to these grocery stores with actual healthy food in them. So where am I going to buy all this healthy stuff? All I can do is buy some chips, buy some burgers and hot dogs and fucking let them eat. You know, I mean, that's all I can do. I mean, where am I getting all this great food from anyway? Okay. All right. And when you think about it, I mean, um, if people are looking at this from a financial standpoint as far as thinking that you're wasting tax dollars by giving people money to buy, um, you know, cheap foods, I guess, then you also have to look at, you know, these people are going to wind up um, in the ER someday. (laughs) You know, you're going to be paying for them either way, I guess. But um, let's see, a couple more questions, and we'll wrap this topic up. Buck, I'll go back to you. Uh, Actress Gwyneth Paltrow took what is called the SNAP Challenge. Okay, the SNAP Challenge means you have to live off the same budget as someone who may be on the SNAP program. Now, in New York City, the SNAP program is $29 a week. So, one of Paltrow is living off of $29 worth of groceries this week. Is this an actress who you think is raising awareness, or do you think she's self-serving? Because they're clobbering her on Twitter. I think that she's trying to raise awareness. I don't think she's, you know, I really think this is, you know, sometimes, you know, you have, you know, actors and actresses that, you know, they step out, they do things, and since it's, you know, against the norm, you know, they get butchered. Um, I know that a one um, a guy that was making $7 million, um, he decided he wanted to make $70,000, and he raised everybody in his office up to $70,000. I mean, sometimes you, you have to raise, raise awareness to what's going on out there. I mean, it's hard in today's time to, you know, try to survive on $29 a week. And that's, you know, basically what she's trying to say is, is that, you know, this is hard for, you know, it's hard for average or, you know, poverty Americans to live on this, and we need to do something about it. They shouldn't be clobbering for it. They should be praising for it because this is something that needs to be done. And, I mean, it's a challenge that some of, you know, some of these, you know, rich people need to actually try and see if they can do it. 
and see if they can do, you know, more with less. I mean, I think it's a good idea. Okay. All right. Um, D. Wright chimed on, chimed in on Facebook about uh, Michelle Obama, and he said that um, Michelle Obama is targeting all children because there's a problem with childhood obesity. The Republicans are targeting poor children, um, and their rhetoric about healthy choices is disingenuous. So he said that's that's the difference that he sees. She's um, doing this to all, and the Republicans are doing this to some. All right. And um, as far as Gwyneth Paltrow is concerned, I don't have a problem with her doing the challenge. I mean, people are hating on her, talking about, oh, yeah, well, you're still in your mansion and all this other stuff. I mean, that's just being a hater. The woman, regardless of the reason, is doing something that is bringing awareness because people, I mean, you know, we're talking about it. People are tweeting about it. And, um, I mean, they're giving her a hard time, and I think it's kind of unfair, to be honest with you. But, hey, uh, Quincy. Yeah. Mike Huckabee, former Governor Mike Huckabee, had already done that in Arkansas before Obama ever even took office. So, so yeah, the, I remember the vending machines had been ripped out of the the school, uh, the high school, um, oh, before the uh, um, Obama took office. Okay, okay. I wasn't aware Huckabee did that. Okay, all right. And um, I, I mean, I just look at it as far as it's, it's – I can see it from, from both sides, a lot of things from both sides. You have the people who are going out and they're wasting uh, benefits for, you know, just to, to ball out of control, so to speak. Um, and then you have the others who actually could use – you know, some good food in their life. And, and I mean, every now and then if you decide to buy some shrimp or something like that, I really don't see the, the problem with it. But, I mean, you actually said, but as far as the people who are abusing it, um, I mean, how many of these SNAP recipients are we talking about? I mean, if you're talking about 5 to 10%, is that really worth the other 90% suffering, or is it more? Um I know Ray says this is prevalent in his area, and I've seen incidents of it as well growing up and, you know, when I was in college. Um, I think I really got exposed to it then with people selling food stamps and buying certain foods and everything. Um, however, considering the areas that where where I grew up and where I went to college, I, I kind of understood why everyone had a hustle as well. So, I mean, I don't know what it's like all over the country or anything. But I do know that hustling exists. I mean, we all know it's a part of life. So as far as um, what's going to happen, will the bill pass? Probably not. However, I mean, you're going to, if it doesn't, you're probably going to see it again in some other state. It could come to either one of our states. Um, Eminem, I can see that being something they propose here in Mississippi. I can definitely see that. I mean, you know. Yeah. Uh, and so this is something that, we, you know, might need to pay attention to. And, you know, yeah, maybe none of us is on SNAP, but you, you never know what someone's situation could 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 occur, you know, or what can occur that can place someone in a situation where they need SNAP. And I'll be honest with you, I'm going to want some shrimp every now and then. Or, make, well, I'm not really a shrimp eater, but, I mean, I might want to 
Diet Pepsi or a bag of chips or something to watch the game. The best, the, the best program they got, I, I don't know what it's called in multiple states, but in Mississippi they call it WIC. And that's yeah. uh, what they usually give women, you know, once they had a kid. But in a WIC place, it's not a grocery store, but everything in there is what you call your staple foods. Cereals. Cheese. You got yeah. cheese, you got beans, stuff like that. Yeah, it's uh, really nice. Right, and, and that's that's kind of what I think should be the same with with uh, with food stamps, but maybe just a grade up. But you know, uh, it, it's it's like it's like j- just use common sense with it. Like uh, if it's not a special occasion, like yeah, you know, I, I don't have a problem with people getting birthday cakes. Hell, I done did it. But uh, but how many birthdays you have? I mean, why are you buying? Uh, the 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 uh the fundraiser case of M and M's and Sam's. I mean, with food stamps. I mean, you know. I mean, but in our fairness, though, if you're if you're broke, you're trying to make money. Well, yeah, yeah, of course. But I'm just saying. But but when people sit down to make rules or, or, or make stuff to help somebody out, it's just like. I mean, don't you want it to halfway be legit? I mean, people are going to do whatever, but I'm just saying, if something is supposed to be to feed kids, it's no different than the U.S., you know, sending some food to uh, 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 a country after some kind of disaster. Nobody's sending candy and shit. You, you, you're supposed to send the I stuff mean, that's needed to... I don't, I don't know if I agree with that, because if, if I have kids at home that are starving, and I'm not one of those people who abuses the system. However, if I have an opportunity, you know, sometimes you got to do what you got to do. If I have an opportunity to buy a box of M- buy a bunch of M&Ms and sell them and make more money for my family, I don't see anything wrong with that. Uh, well, let me tell you the problem I got with it. Let me tell you the problem I got with it. Done been done done that, but I'm in the minority. It's like that's the key word. You saying hustle for your family. Most of the hustling is for drugs and shit. Those kids or don't have nothing to eat. They ain't feeding them at all. I mean, matter of fact, I'm, I'm looking at somebody's house. I'm looking at somebody's that, house that right now. That might be the case, but I mean, should the rules? I guess the, the thing I'm saying is, should the rules restrict me from feeding my family because someone else is hustling? I, I guess that's uh, what no, I'm saying. I mean, what what I'm, I'm saying is that what I'm saying is that okay, maybe the rules shouldn't be stringent to the point where nobody can enjoy a certain type of food at least sometimes. But what I'm saying, how can you justify saying you are feeding your kids, you need food to feed your kids, but part of feeding your kids is, is buying like a 48 fun, fundraiser pack of M&M's? I'm just saying, how how can you even, you know, if two people just making that argument, hey, man, I need money to feed my kids. And they say, okay, listen, I understand that. We ain't going to let no kids starve. How in the hell can somebody say, they feed their kids with, with fundraiser packs of M&M's. That, that just don't make sense. Because they know. flipping them. A case of cereal, of course. <laughs> but no, I, I think if they wanted to restrict something, um, you know, restrict alcohol, I definitely, you know, restrict energy, energy drinks. I don't think energy drinks are necessary. Um, but as far as food, I just think food should be off limits regardless of what it is because – if if they want to put forth an effort, and I'll just make this statement, we'll move on to the next topic. If they want to put forth an effort to fix welfare, then maybe actually do some investigation of, of the people who are on it. 
and or maybe um, I mean because to me, someone who may be a a war veteran or something who can't get a job is, should be different than you know some twenty two year old high school dropout who is basically doing what you know like Ray said you know doing what his mama did you know or his, and his grandmama just a generational thing. I think more money should be put into investigating that and getting those people off of welfare and and allowing it to help the people that it, it needs to help. I, I don't know. I just don't think it's I, – I think it's kind of blown out of proportion, and it's not as bad as a lot of people think. Just like everyone thinks that there are nothing but black people on welfare, even though there is a majority of white people on welfare, just statistically. I just think that people say stuff enough to where we all believe it, and it's not really necessarily a reality. But um, you all can address that in your final thoughts. Three four seven two zero two zero two one five is the number on the Talk to Q radio show, brought to you by TruthDevour.com. Now it's time to do something new, and we're going to play a game. Eminem, Buck, Ray, maybe even Crystal, oh, Amy too, I guess we're all the same age. You all may be familiar with that same song from the Gong Show. Do you all remember the Gong Show? Yep. Gong Show was an awesome game show back in the day. So, all right. Um, there was an incident in Arizona uh, where authorities were going after an, an armed suspect who had been on a day-long crime spree. The man's name is Mario Valencia, and his crime spree included robbing a 7-Eleven, breaking into a church and burning the church, invading a home, stealing a car. Um, He stole a rifle and ammunition from Walmart, and then when he was walking down the street when the police were in pursuit, fired a gun in the air, in a public area, um, in like a little neighborhood with a lot of traffic, it looks like, down the road. Uh, I don't know if you all saw the video. I posted the video in the group. I emailed it to Ray, Eminem, and Buck. I don't know if you had time to see it. Maybe you've seen it on the news. But um, this cop decided that enough was enough, and he basically took his car, revved his engine, and ran over the guy uh, and knocked him up in the air and everything, and um, to take him down. And so he did take the guy down. The guy was hospitalized for two days, and he was charged with um, aggravated assault for deadly weapon, two counts of armed robbery, and unlawful discharge of a firearm. Now, Ray, a lot of people are coming down on the cop for using his car to take the guy down because he was wide open when he hit him, drove across the curb and everything. Um, do you think the cop was at fault with how he handled the situation? I can't hear you, Ray. Yeah, yeah, I'm trying to get off the mute. Okay. Um, run, run, run back. To, uh, we discussed it today through text, but um, run back the charges to me again that he or run back his crime spree for me again, please. A crime spree. He robbed a Seven Eleven. He broke into a church and set it on fire. He broke into a home, stole a car. He stole a rifle and ammunition, and he fired a gun in a public area. Okay. Now I saw the video, and I think the cop absolutely did the right thing. 
But you always going to have people that disagree with that, like they disagree with anything else, just because. But at the same time, when you got people out here committing crimes and things like that, you have to stop them any way you can. And I want to see a rational person get on here tonight and dispute what the cop did when a guy committed all those crimes and was shooting in a residential area, walking down the street, holding a gun. I want to hear somebody dispute that. And that's you know how I feel. I think he did absolutely did the right thing. And I'm tired of people defending criminals. Citizens, we can go to bat all day for a citizen. You didn't do anything wrong, anything wrong. And you were dragged out of your car, you were handcuffed, you were this and that. We support that all day long. I don't give a shit if you're still a candy bar and you got shot. Quit committing crimes. You know, that's that's the problem. Stop committing crimes. And we can disagree and we can act like we ain't got good sense and all that kind of shit because that's what some people like to do. But, you know, you ain't fooling nobody. You don't have to act dumb because it's obvious that you got some common sense. So use it. Fuck you, no me. <laughs> All right. Now, and that's why the, the the title of this show is What Was He or She Supposed to Do? So is there anyone to think that the cop handled the situation incorrectly and there was another there was a better option? I hadn't seen the um I hadn't seen the video yet, but my my spin on on anything dealing with a, a officer is this uh re- regardless of what the the deal is you know the way a citizen handles something is one thing the way an officer handles something is not because the reason why I say that they train to do it they train to do whatever so if if the only thing he had was his car well I guess it was all right to stop somebody from shooting into a crowd I mean that's understandable but if that wasn't the case, then if he's trained to, I don't know, tase first or fire warning shot. I'm just saying. Long, I mean, it's it's the same stuff that that uh, uh, police commissioners handle all the time. They go straight to that book. They look at the situation. They say, okay, we taught y'all to do this, this, and this. When that break down, then this can happen. So long as you follow procedures, I don't care. But the problem is, uh is what means is is the procedures. If you follow procedures, it don't matter about the crime because you're doing what you're trained to do. It's just that when people choose to be selective on procedures, you know, if you black or something, we're just gonna shoot first. But if that's in the procedure book, you know, it should be like that for everybody. But uh, that's my spin on on just anything in general. But the video itself, I hadn't had time to do it. I'm one of these last minute tax people. Matter of fact, I gotta. Go to H and R Block in a few minutes, but uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, man, it's fucked up. But uh, but but I, I I just think it's all about procedure. I mean, just like on our jobs, I don't, I don't care what you do. Everybody has procedures. There's a if this happened, do this. If this happened, do this. If this doesn't happen, do. I mean, that that's how I am about stuff. And long as you can show where you follow procedure, regardless of your race, regardless of your background. If if 
if this is what cops are trained to do, it's no different than I know. I don't think Bobby's on tonight. Same way with the military. You know, uh, I'm not in the military, but I know you just can't say, okay, we in Afghanistan, let's just start shooting. People have to give orders. Stuff right. has has criteria. So that's my spin on anything dealing with officers. Okay. Does anybody think that the, the officer was wrong for running over the suspect, well, running into the suspect? Okay. Okay. Well, uh, personally, I mean, I saw the video. And I'll be honest with you, I cracked up at it. All right, because I, I'm kind of on I'm kind of on the on the side of Ray where it comes to when it comes to criminals, known criminals. I, I can't really have any sympathy for them. And um, the cops, police chief is not backing the cop in my opinion right now. He seemed like he was appalled about how the situation went handled. But however, looking at the situation. The man was already discharging a gun in a public place, shooting a gun in the air. And, you know, when bullets go up, they got to come down, and they're going to hit someone, and they can kill someone. Um, so that's already a threat to the public. He was approaching an intersection of a populated area, so he was getting close to a bunch of people that he could have taken hostage. Now, of course, the cop could have gotten out and with his gun, maybe, but... The guy was walking in the neighborhood, so if you miss the guy, you're shooting into someone's house. So you can't shoot in that situation. So I think he did what only he could do, and that's take the guy down. So he drove up on the curb, and he hit the guy. Now, if you watch the video, if you haven't seen it, he didn't line up his hood ornament and run over the guy. He hit the guy with the driver's side of his car and clipped him and flipped him up in the air. So I think it was very strategic. I personally think the guy should get a medal for what he did. I don't think he did anything wrong. He took down a man that everyone knew was guilty because he had been terrorizing the city all day. Um, and it's, to me, it's the second funniest video I've seen since they got through his shoes at George Bush. So uh, I just I don't really have any sympathy for him as a criminal, but it looks like none of you do either and that um, no one is really on his side. But... There is another video that I don't know if you had all had the opportunity to see or not, and it was a fight at a school. And there was a fight between two students. There was a female, two female students, looked like they were at least sixteen or seventeen years old. I could I can tell. And the teacher was trying to break up the fight. And the teacher wasn't a very big guy. The teacher looked like he may have been, you know, five. Five, five, six, and 150 pounds. I mean, he didn't look that big. But he's trying to break up the fight. And in the process, one of the girls turned on him and started attacking him. So he was trying to get her to stop, trying to get her to calm down. She wouldn't calm down. So he basically did this smooth, slick hip toss and threw her to the ground, landed on top of her, and had her in the headlock. All right? Everyone is outraged because he took down a student and put her in the headlock to restrain her. Um, Crystal, I mean, what do you think? First of all, have you seen the video, Crystal, that I posted in the group? Uh, no, I didn't get a chance to see it. Okay. Well, I mean, based on the description I gave, I mean, like I said, he was trying to break up the fight. The woman turned on, the girl turned on him and started beating him. He couldn't get her to stop beating him. So he took her down. Uh, had her like in the head, like, and had his weight on top of her so she couldn't move. Um, do you think that he was wrong for taking down the student? 
or I'm sorry, maybe I should ask the question that the game is supposed to ask. What was he or she supposed to do? Well, you know, again, this is one of those situations where, uh, on the one hand, you have this, you know, irate student, and they something needs to happen to them, and, you know, you can't really blame the um the you know the teacher because he was trying you know to stop this ridiculous fight that was you know happening and um so no I, I don't blame him for doing what he did i mean it's not like you know he shot her <laughs> or <laughs> you know or knocked her unconscious or something i mean you know he just restrained her you know as best he could so you know i don't i don't blame him for that you know, just you know, and it it upsets me that you know in the school systems this is what your day ends up being. Sometimes it's ridiculous. I agree. So I would not want to be a teacher of, of a high school. That's for sure. But you Amy, know, I think he did he, he did what he had to do in order to stop the situation. So yeah, I think he did fine. Okay, Amy, um, have you seen the video? Yeah, you know, when you're trying to um when you're trying to, to, to stop something like this in the in the teachers, you know, um in a teacher a student situation, um yeah, I mean I think I think they actually actually train, you know, these these teachers to properly restrain uh someone as opposed to like the situation that happened with Eric Garner when he was restrained by all those cops, you know, and he couldn't breathe, um, you know, properly properly train these teachers how to to re- restrain someone uh, a student like that, that that's out of control and they're you know trying to protect the other students, they're trying to protect themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, definitely. Um, I, I think he, you know, I mean, I think he did what he, he had to, you know, within reason. I mean, he, you know, he didn't, he didn't choke, he didn't, he didn't choke slam the, the student or, you know, or, or, you know, forcefully harm the student. He, it was, you know, uh, it, it was a, it was a prop, you know. It was it was what he the best that he could do, you know, at the time to to protect himself and the and and the student. Okay. I agree with that as well. That honestly, um, just said one of her teachers got body slammed into a locker trying to break up a fight one time. Oh goodness, I I, I feel for teachers, and. Um, I mean, I, I've I've actually changed my stance on this, and and Ray, I know you probably remember some of those early shows, man. I just said, nah, you shouldn't hit a kid, and um, it's wrong to hit a kid, all that stuff. And man, I think when it comes to high schoolers, Ray, I, I've changed my mind on this, man. I've seen way too much foolishness go on in high school with some of these kids who are um, out to harm people, and I I think you have to knock them out. I mean, I think the guy 
He did a hip toss into side control. I think he was actually nice um, in how he handled the situation, and he did the right thing because his only alternative to me would have been to just swing for the fences. Well, I, I, the problem with all this is that's in America we will beat our kids, but then don't want nobody else to beat them. And I didn't see the video, but I saw the video and my kid was acting a fool or whatever the case was, and the guy just basically did what he had to do to restrain her. I'm sure mm-hmm. if you bring it up to fight, I'm quite sure he probably got hit a few times. He did. That should not be a problem. He didn't abuse anybody. That's I come in, you know, big as I am, everything, and I straight hit a girl 120 pounds, just knocked out cold, and I'm going to teach you, okay, I was wrong. I shouldn't do that because I'm setting an example. All I had to do was grab a push-up against the wall, and people say, oh, you shouldn't have done that. Shit, I could have did a whole lot worse. Right. But the problem is, is anything you try to do that makes sense, people want to go the other way. Well, you should have done this. Well, you should have done this. Okay. Well, when the fight is going on, emotions are running high, you getting hit. Hits hurt. I don't give a shit if a kid hits you, a woman hits you. Oh, don't hit a female. Shit, they hit. Licks hurt no matter who's throwing them. So my motto is everybody should keep their hands to themselves. When you decide that you want to put your hands on another person, that means you might want some hands put on you. <laughs> and, when you and when you get the wrong end of it, don't sit there and say, oh, now you want to call the police and all this whole shit when you're the one who started getting physical first. You understand? And I don't understand that. So I think the, the the teacher did the right thing. That's why nobody wants to teach all these animals because the teachers have no control, no control. You grab somebody and hold them up against the wall. Well, they got puncture wounds on their arm and all this kind of shit. Well, if they would have been swinging the arm while I'm trying to hold them, the arm wouldn't have red marks. Fuck y'all. I ain't going to teach no school. Let somebody else teach them. Then we ain't got enough teachers. Then you got to do something else. Yeah, when you got enough teachers, then they got to do something else. But teachers shouldn't have to come to work and feel threatened, feel abused. Uh, they hands are tied. Somebody can slap them, but you can't slap them back and all this kind of stuff. No, I would let whoever's making these rules figure out a way to teach these folks themselves. Oh, boy, you're killing me tonight, right? But, uh, yeah, I think um... – I mean, when it when you start to fear for your own safety, I, I think you have to just take other measures. Now, I think this guy did absolutely the right thing. He didn't swing. I mean, he didn't swing on it. He knew he was capable of taking her down, and he took her down. Um, but if it's a situation where you have some, you know, big foot football player coming at you or, or something of that nature, then I, I think you have to do what you have to do and use whatever force is logical at the time. And um, I absolutely don't have a, pro- a problem with what this person did, and I'm just I'm just shocked that people um, – well, I'm not shocked. I understand how people are going to be shocked. You're breaking up real bad, Q. 
he or she supposed to do. All right, so going to wrap things up. Uh, let's see. Next week, we're talking about the selfie stick. Is it a um, a great product, or is it something that's narcissistic? Um, we'll talk about the selfie stick and how people are using it and uh, other things related to selfies and cell phone cameras. That will be on Monday. Um, the Talk to Q Radio show will be on Monday. I have something I have to do Tuesday. So the show next week will be Monday and Wednesday. So be sure to wait for the look for the show on Monday at 10 p.m. Eastern on the Talk to Q Radio show. No experts, just opinions brought to you by Truth Devour and the book Wanting. Uh, final thoughts. And when we get into final thoughts, I want you to talk about a situation that happened. It's a sad day. For Inside Peace History. V. Stiviano, who was uh, the former side piece of former Clippers owner Donald Sterling, has been ordered to return $2.6 million in gifts and money that he gave to her. And she has to give that $2.6 million to his wife, Shelly Sterling. A Los Angeles judge ruled that because California is a community property state, that Donald Sterling had no right to give Stiviano anything with the money that he shared with his wife. So I think this is absolutely hilarious because I'm pretty sure V. Stiviano doesn't have $2.6 million to give to anybody. So you can address that in your final thoughts if you want um, or just discuss the rest of the show. And, Amy, I'll start with you. Great show tonight, you know, interesting and hearing uh, what everybody had to say. Uh, you know, the idea of this whole thing might seem, you know, somewhat practical, but the rule, the rules, you know, laws, they apply to everyone. And while you may be trying to stop people, who are taking advantage of the system and, you know, they're, they're uh, I don't know who in the hell in Missouri is eating crab legs anyway because who wants to eat freaking crab legs at, or any seafood other than just some frozen box shrimp? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, in this pot and, and, and around here. You know, I mean, it's full of preservatives and MSG or and all that crap. Anyway, but, you know, it, I mean, some people have no shame in, 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 uh. Hello? I'm here. Uh, okay. Some people, you know, you know, some people just don't have any shame in themselves, and they don't, they don't care that they're hurting other people who are trying. They don't care, you know, that that they're they're taking advantage of the system. Um, but for the most part, people who, you know, poor people are already de- they're they're depressed. And 
and and already feeling depraved enough with their financial struggles as it is, you know, they don't need someone telling them what they can eat. You know, um, and, and I don't know if anybody's been to the grocery store lately, rich or poor, but groceries are high. No it's doubt. Just like Chris said, yeah, groceries, are, even the cheap stuff is high. The groceries have triple, have, have at least doubled, and some have even tripled um, in in their prices. So, you know, I I. I hope that this, you know, for for the sake of Missouri, that this don't pass. But I, well, I hope I, no, I just I just think it's all completely completely ridiculous. It's you know I'm I'm for I'm for healthy eating. I would love to eat healthy, um, but unfortunately, you know it 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 costs. A lot of money, and um, so it, lower. Think about lower. Find a way to lower the price of groceries, and then maybe you can, you know. But um, I, I've only ate one filet mignon in my whole life, anyway, and I didn't buy it with food stamps. <laughs> I ate it at someone else's house, and wasn't too impressed with it, to be honest with you. Yeah, I actually think it's overrated. But all right, Amy, I appreciate that. I had a caller from the 215, like he dropped off or she dropped off. Uh, maybe they'll call back. Uh, let's see. Buck, I'll go with you. Great show tonight. Um, you know, there was a lot of different uh, views on this subject. Um, it was, you know, and it was really good. It was really good, you know, feedback. But, you know, my thing is this. I mean, I do think there needs to be some sort of reform to it. Um, you know, I don't think it. I don't think that you know, out of that five or ten percent, that maybe you know, bucking the system, so to speak, to get crab legs and those types of things. You know, I don't think we need to take any food off of it. I just think we need to add nutritional food to it and reform it some, so therefore it won't be abused. Um, I, I, you know, I really think something needs to be done with that with the you know, with that system, just, you know, don't restrict food, add the, you know, the nutritional foods that, you know, kids and things you really need to have. Um, we need to start looking at things as, you know, maybe take the energy drinks and the soda off of it simply because, I mean, there's an obe- obesity problem in this country. And, it, you know, start with, you know, these sodas with high fructose and those types of things. And, you know, those are the type of things we might need to look at if they want to, you know, take something off. Those are the types of things they need to take off um, from a health standpoint. Um, as far as uh, Donald Sterling's mistress, well, well, it is what it is. You know, you shouldn't have got it in the first place, and his dumb ass shouldn't have been giving it to you anyway. So, you know, that's just, uh, you know, that's to me that's just karma. You know, she shouldn't have been living in lap of luxury and all that kind of stuff, and, you know, I guess, you know, it is what it is. It just rules it. You know, she just has to pay the price for it. She can appeal it to keep her to stay in that house a little bit longer, but so that they deny that appeal, she got to move. Better call two men in a truck. Uh, other than that. She might know two men with a truck. Yeah, she's probably doing two men with two trucks for a truck. But anyway, you know, bottom line, you know, great show tonight and uh 
Everybody have a good week and try to stay dry if you're in the South. Because I tell you what, man, I feel like a fucking duck with all this damn rain. But we need it. <laughs> all right, then. Appreciate it, Scrooge, my duck. All right, Ray? Yeah, uh, this is a very interesting topic tonight. You know, things got a little emotional, but you know how it is. You have a long day at work and got to release. Don't talk to you, baby. <laughs> so, you know, I, I, I don't really have nothing else to say on the subject because okay. I really, really like what my cousins had to say because I thought... Last time I checked, we was living in America. And Cuz, the only one to act like he was living in America. Everybody else out here in England or somewhere. They don't know what people do with these stamps. And, you know, they ain't ever seen this. And 2% and 5% and this and this. What? You know, it, everything he said, I loved it. But the thing is, is when he said he want to get rid of the program, you don't hear no noise. I mean, he he gets it off. I mean, he calls these women hoes at 13, 13. It's, it's cool, but that's why he's a pimp, because he's able to get it off. That's why he's a pimp, because he's able to get it off. You know, pimping on everything. You know what I'm saying? That's all I'm going to say about that. But, you know, it was a great show as far as Donald Sterling's uh, mistress. I think they should make her pay every dime of that back. If she ain't got the money, she should stay locked up like Aaron Hernandez until she gets it. <laughs> and she ain't got $2.6 million worth of pussy in that jail cell. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Uh, Ray sent off a scud missile on his way out. I like that. All right, man, I appreciate that. And uh, Eminem dropped off. You know, he's trying not to go to jail for, like Wesley Snipes. Uh, so he <laughs> get those taxes paid, Eminem. And Crystal, uh, shut it down for me. All right. Well, um, first of all, um, I guess I said what I had to say regarding the food stamp regulations um, and regarding police and teachers in school who are trying to restrain people, criminals, students. I think you do what you have to do in order to get the job done, you know, outside of killing somebody. I mean, I think at the end of the day, if you can do that without killing somebody, then you have done your job. Um yeah. Regarding uh, Sterling's mistress, I think it is absolutely ridiculous that they um, would go after the mistress um, because he is the one who gave the money. Now, I mean, she shouldn't have to return. It was a gift. How do you return a gift? I ain't giving you shit. I mean, (laughs) you know, I mean, that doesn't even make sense to me. So, um, I mean, if he should have to reimburse, you know, his wife, whatever he's, you know, she claimed that he spent on her, then um, this girl, then then he adds that to the, you know, the lawsuit or whatever that he has to give her. He gives her an extra 2.8 whatever million Um, as opposed to, she has nothing to do with it. 
Yeah, yeah but he would be reimbursing her with her own money, because technically it's her money, I guess. Whatever. <laughs> Bitch, you should have been doing it right anyway, and then you wouldn't be out doing it. I mean, fuck that shit. You know? Oh, yeah. it doesn't help. Uh, that's California law, baby. That's California law. Well, it's so no, backwards I mean, anyway. I think it's ridiculous. I think it is stupid and it's, it's a waste of fucking time. That is just rewarding <laughs> some stupid old hag for being jealous of of the fact that her old hag husband went out with a younger girl. I mean, that's that's all this is about. And it's She's ridiculous. the wife. She's she has a right to be jealous, doesn't she? She's the wife. No, that's your problem. You're the wife. You, what the hell are you complaining about? What the fuck are you complaining about? You can't. Well, anyway, <laughs> well, whatever. I have no sympathy for wives. None. You know, when it comes to shit like this, you know, I mean, in the courts like this, I mean, well, are you serious? Whatever. Anyway, um, good show. I guess I'll see you next week. All right, I appreciate it. Uh, who's on your show tomorrow? Tomorrow we have Laura Coles. You'll be talking about um, Jonestown, and she was there, and we're going to be discussing um, cults and the lure of cults. Oh, goodness. Okay. All right, I appreciate that. And uh, the V. Stiviano thing to me is hilarious. Uh I mean, some would call it karma. I, I think California has backwards rules when it comes to marriage anyway. But to see one of their backwards laws actually, you know, stick it to someone like V. Stiviano is, is funny to me. Um, so I don't care. I get a kick out of it. I was laughing while I was reading the article. But um, let's see. I was gonna. I thought about getting into some zone coverage, but actually, I think I'm going to save it. Um, but like I said, yeah, the show will be Monday at 9 p.m. Eastern. Uh, we'll talk about selfie sticks, um, a lot of things surrounding camera phones from uh, the people filming police and other different directions. We'll go with it on Monday at 10 p.m. Eastern on the Talk to Q Radio Show, brought to you by Truth Devour. All right, so I want to thank my official sponsor, Truth Devour. Go to truthdevour.com and check out the trilogy of books that she has to offer. Um, I want to thank shadowclans.com and my show legends, callers that I weren't able to get to. I apologize. Uh, Tweet Chatters, thank you for participating on tonight's show. The upcoming show schedule can be found at talktoq.com. If you want to hear previous shows, then subscribe to me on iTunes and Stitcher Radio and get caught up. You all have a good evening. Talk to you Monday. Peace out. Hey, what up, Q? What up, Radio World? My name is Quincy. And this is my show, the Talk to Q Radio Show. Let me thank you for having me on your show. It's so awesome to be here with you and all your listeners. I never really have a lot of pity for females when it comes to relationships. Well, I am pro-woman, but I'm not anti-man. I know the value of a good man. You know, we need more shows like this because people need as much relationship help out there as they can get.
Oh my goodness. Bad man posted some of the chat rooms. I was maybe choke over here. Oh, that came out. Oh, all kinds of freaky. That's not what I meant. <laughs> Does that make sense? I like that. I'm going to say that again one day. This is a show that people are supposed to get their opinion and tell what they think. No, I ain't telling you don't screw. Screwing is cool. Some women are down for it. You want to be my I blog lover. I said some, not all. Hey, Q. Hey, everybody. What up, what up? But the way he was saying some of it, it was ignorant. And I'm going to call it how I see it. Counsel this bitch out by a number. Oh, my God. You suck it. You suck it. You suck it. 